BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love Mean Girls. Yesterday was Mean Girls Day. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from Pandemia. It's Sunday, October 4th, 2020. And my guests today, in alphabetical order, are Steve Byrne, Bria Grant, and Jessica McKenna. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. Let's let's meet them individually, shall we? Starting with uh, half. Would you call yourself half of the Off Book podcast? Yeah, that seems that seems fair. It takes more than two to make it, but I but I think uh, half of the vibe of the podcast feels right. You're in the main two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Top two members of Off Book podcast. It's Jessica McKenna. Everybody. Hi. um i got one movie related actually it's not a movie it's a tv show question but it involves acting which you do um (laughs) you were you played nurse tammy on an episode of modern family Ooh, boy did i (laughs) how was that what's what does nurse tammy do in the in that episode uh, she doesn't do a ton, um, but she does have to stay in the shot. Uh, she, I think, has three or four lines, but um, because of the way that they shoot, I mean, it was a really efficient shooting process. I was like, uh, wow, this is such a well-oiled machine. I kept being apologized to for running behind schedule because it was raining that day, and um, Los Angeles doesn't know how to deal with rain. And I was like, this is the most efficient set I've ever been on. And yet everyone was like, we're so sorry you had to wait for 20 minutes. Um, but they they shoot like so efficiently and quickly. And with that like mockumentary style that I, I was just in the back. And I just had to like self look busy. Like 
unclear of how many props I could touch. Um, but it was great. Otherwise, uh, it's a day where um, the young, the oldest daughter of the Phil Dunphy crew. Um, man, I only watched like season one of that show, but <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's in the hospital and she has like a bunch of ex-boyfriends coming in. Um, but it was very fun and uh, intimidating to be like, okay, I'll just stay in the back of this shot and look like a nurse. You'll just hang out over here, Nurse Tammy. Yeah, I'll just touch a bunch of things and look at a chart. I love that. I love like, uh, I, I'll watch the extras in the background sometimes because I, in real life, people do not carry around and look through charts nearly as much as they do. <laughs> in the background in, in movies and TV. Um, did, would you say that you uh, had on that show, you had a 12 hour shift? <laughs> because yeah, also that's... joining us, it's <laughs> just a segue. Oh, also joining us I loved it. It's great. Is the writer director of a movie that is out right now called 12 hour shift. It's Bria Grant, everybody. Thank you Hello. for having me. Hi. You know what my favorite thing is about people uh, in background people is um, during dance scenes, like big dance, like uh, like you know, like proms and stuff like that. Because I know for a fact there's no music playing, but all the background extras <laughs> are having to dance and like find a rhythm to no music, and it's my favorite thing to look out for. Yeah, that's super fun. Plus, also they think that like oh you know we should mouth that we're having conversations but they often don't do it like there's loud music playing so they're like look like they're talking softly yeah, <laughs> and yeah. The music or at the blurred. same time and no one talks at the same time like there's just so many like uh yeah it's it's fun and especially an independent film watching the background which you know is just somebody's mom or something is the best yeah it's all like favors that have been called in and they're they're not even they're not even people that aspire to be extras, you know. They're just totally, totally. <laughs> they're just there. And uh, but you've written and directed this movie that's out right now. And mm -hmm. uh, but you you don't act in it at all, or do you make a cameo? Cor correct. I don't. I don't act in it at all. I don't. Well. I did. I needed a <laughs> voice for a TV in the background, and I used my own voice because I was in editing and. We threw it in there and then we never changed it. But other than that, I know I'm just I'm just the director and the writer. That's enough, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's it's probably too much. Uh, I just uh, you know it's just always interesting whenever a perform you know someone who's done a lot of acting transitions into to behind the camera. You know sometimes they put themselves in it, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they give themselves a small part. You know, just just varies. Yeah. But I like. I like knowing that your voice is in there. So when I watch it, I'm going to listen for that. And I might even it. contact IMDb because I love when they list uh, uncredited <laughs> performances. Oh, that would be really good. It's uh, I think weirdly, I think that my name in, if you listen really hard, I think I say this is Tammy with the weather. So that's a weird connection that we yeah. have to two people playing characters named Tammy's in the background. Two Tammy's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, uh, Bria, what's the short description of 12-hour shift? It's about um, a couple of nurses who sell organs on the black market in uh, the year of 1999, and things go wrong, and it turns into kind of a black comedy heist movie all over the course of one 12-hour shift. I, I think I love it already, and is one of the nurses named Tammy by any chance? It's not, unfortunately, and I just, what a bummer. We have a Karen, though, who's, who's really fun. 
Oh, okay, that's good. Name. That's yeah. great timing that you managed to get a, a work of Karen in there. <laughs> Listen, I shot this movie a year and a half ago before there was, we'd ever heard of a Karen or a pandemic or applauded our, our frontline workers. So this is, uh, it's quite a time for this movie to come out. <laughs> Yeah, it really is uh, fell in line quite nicely with uh, with what's going on. And I had one movie question for you because you you have played an uncredited role in a, a big movie, um, Junkie Girl in Max Payne. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I literally had no idea what you were about to say. Um, I kind of forgot that existed. I forgot that movie existed, honestly. Um, yeah, I did play her. I was, I like, I, the opening of the movie, they reshot the opening of the movie and I was on, I think I was on Heroes at the time and I knew the casting director or something and they called me in there like, will you play this role? And I, is the plot of Max Payne drug related? Is there like a special drug in Max Payne? I can't remember. I think so. I think that's part of what they're, you know, after whatever the, the plot, it has something to do with some, you know, fancy drug that does something weird. Yeah, and I think I do the I think I do the drug at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's that has plenty. I, I I just love that stuff, and that you you know weren't even sure what I was bringing going to bring up. <laughs> I got one of those for our next guest. Hey, Steve Byrne. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I was. Uh, I, I just followed the other. Uh, talent on the uh, on the on the game show today, so I'm I'm excited to work with everybody today. Wow! What on Instagram you followed us? I followed you on Instagram, and then Jessica I followed on on Twitter because I don't think you're on on Twitter, Bria. Right? So I left, I left that trash fire. I didn't. And I I, I can't <laughs> wait to let you guys know offline about my new podcast called Two Tammies. So hopefully we can all just <laughs> go on again together. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh, God bless you. I'm a terrible Twitter follow, but I'll take it anyway. Okay. <laughs> I have similarly, basically, I, that's just a, a husk of my former Twitter self. Sorry, this is Steve's moment, not my husk show. Twitter just moment. Oh, no, we're all here together. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're all here uh, together separately. And Steve <laughs> is yes, the Doug. writer, director of a new film that I believe... Uh, people could start watching mid-October around the 16th called The Opening Act. Yes, it's called The yes. Opening Act. Uh, all of that was correct, I think. All of that was correct. It comes out the 16th of October. Yes, Douglas. And it's, you're a stand-up, long-time stand-up, and yes. now a filmmaker. You made a documentary about the amazing Jonathan called Always Amazing. Yes. And now you're now you went on to make a uh, not, you know, a fiction movie about c comedy, about stand-up comedy. Yeah, semi-autobiographical about, you know, I, I think we all have that moment where you're, whatever you are, whether you're an actor or actress, musician, stand-up, you, you take the plunge, right? You, you have, I guess, the, the job that you're supposed to have, and then you can't stop thinking about whatever it is you want to be doing. And uh, this whole film is about a kid that's in that situation and his very first time ever on the road. So the whole film takes place over four days. I was originally going to call it four, 
four one-hour shifts, but then I saw a 12-hour <laughs> shift out there, and I said, scrap it. So it's the opening act, and, and, and it's semi-autobiographical. All the things that happened to me over 23 years have been placed in this film. So it's fish out of water. You'll get to see what it's like to be on the road as a comic, what the light is, getting the intros right, the managers, the nothing good happens after midnight when you party with the feature act, and then warming up to the you know, the, the kind of haggard veteran of the road. Uh, so it's all there and you get to see all three echelons, MC feature and headliner. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a lot of fun to get to do, but I think as Bria can probably attest, it, it was the most all encompassing occupation I've ever had in my life. And it, it's, it, 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 I've never done a triathlon, but I would assume it, it might be something like that where it's just <laughs> taking every fiber of your existence and trying to, you know, do the best job you can on a daily basis. Yeah, you reached out to me during the filming. Correct. Um, and I, you know, I'm sad that it didn't work out, but I, you know, was, it was very nice of you to uh, ask me to play a part in the film. Yeah, that was the fun part of like, you know, because every comic knows what happens over the course of the weekend. So it was when it came time to cast up, it was like, well, let me just pick up the phone. And the casting director didn't really have to. I think she just got to check the, the fucking thing. So, <laughs> I cast the whole goddamn thing most of my myself. So I was pretty happy with that. But I, I think it's I think it's definitely the best film about stand up. I'm not trying to just say that, but it, wow. it's an wow. film about stand up. And I, I watched them all even as I'm in the edit and I'm like, I think we, we got it right. And the more I keep hearing stuff from comics that have seen it, I, the more I think we're, we're on that path. So I don't mean to be Oasis or Noel Gallagher, but um, I do feel pretty confident in it. I would well, say my, my movie is the best movie about nurses selling organs on the black. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to jump in and say it's the best organ heist movie out there <laughs> ever made. The most accurate. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, that sounds terrific. And it's going to be uh, where are the formats people can see that on October 16th. Uh, theaters, drive-ins, VOD, Apple, you know, iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. But uh, I think before you do it, you got to see the 12 hour shift for sure. Right. Well, they've got, uh, everybody's got a week or so to do that. Yes. And, uh, and then see your movie. I, I demand the listeners of Doug Lowe's movies, you know, uh, listen to or watch, you know, the work of all of my guests. <laughs> and uh, so you got a lot. You got a lot of work to do now. You got to go back and watch every episode of Sullivan and Sons. <laughs> you got you to watch all of Dexter and all of Heroes. <laughs> yeah, please, please. You won't understand my art unless you do that. <laughs> and listen to every episode of Off Book Podcast. My it's the number one podcast I would listen to if I listened to podcasts. Oh, thank yes, go. thank you. Please listen to um, over a hundred made-up musicals where many involve a bear. Um, I love. I, 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 wow. you know, I've, I fell in love with the show when I saw it live, and I really have uh, you know listened to a few episodes, uh, and um, it, it's so much fun. And I've also you know asked you to come on Douglas movies and uh, improvise uh, songs on there as well. And uh, you're you're a good sport about that, but I, I you know in this new Zoom version, I, I feel really silly trying to get a, a musical number going. 
It's pretty daunting. Yeah, we've we've uh, we've tried like uh, man five or seven different versions of online hosting to get it uh, to get it as close as we can, but it basically just does involve us singing still with latency, and it's really crazy. Uh, but thank you so much, Doug. That's so nice. Thank you all for being here. Let's play some games. Um, this first game is a new one that I just came up with. It's called Title, Character, and the Something, Something, Something. <laughs> and basically, it's a play on the fact that there's a lot of movies out there where the title is a character's name and then some more information. You know, the best example of that would probably be Indiana Jones and, uh, you know, several things that he got mixed up in. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go to each of you one at a time. We'll, we'll play uh, alphabetically. So I'm going to go to Steve first. I'm going to say a made-up title for a movie that follows that format. And based on the information in that title, you have to guess what movie I'm talking about. Got it. Okay. And if you miss, then it moves on to Bria gets to go second, and then Jess, if she misses, you each get a shot at it if the people before you miss. Cool. And we proceed like that with a bunch of them until we have a winner. Steve? Yes. What movie could also be called Detective Loki and the Vigilante Dad? Oh, uh, Thor Ragnarok? Just Steve. What'd you say? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Thor in the Dark World. Thor the Dark World. So in those movies, Loki is a detective? Oh, fuck. Are <laughs> 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 you have fun? <laughs> this is, I feel like there's always a point where, like, uh, Doug, I listen to your show, and there's always a point where someone goes, I know nothing about movies, and I feel like this is my moment to that. Um, <laughs> Part of the fun. Okay, uh, the second game we're going to play today, you, you know, the less you know is almost the better. But in right this on. particular one, this this is I think this is a tough one. And start off with a tough one. Do you so you don't have a guess, Bria? Well, Loki as a detective was he kind of a detective and like, hmm. Oh shit! Can I say it now? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry, my Steve. My ear. Um, I had no idea i don't know that's okay what about you jess do you have an idea steve it's gonna come around the bend um i'm gonna go with uh ragnarok yep uh, i'm gonna go with ragnarok just as a shout out to goldblum's blue eyeliner i love that movie um but that's not the right answer uh the whole loki thing threw everybody off uh, steve it's not worth a point but do you still want to guess no because I, I i i fucked up because I, I thought it was the snowman, that detective movie, but that's the guy from X-Men, not, uh, I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, Detective Loki is a character played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and the vigilante dad is Hugh Jackman, and the movie's called Prisoners. Prisoners. Damn it. Okay. Wow. That's, a, that's a tough one out of the gate. There should, the next one should be easier. That's, this back. is the hardest game I've ever played. That was insane. <laughs> 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 this next one uh, goes starts with Steve, and uh, maybe it ends with Steve. <laughs> okay. Sugar cane Kowalczyk and the transvestite train. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, it 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 um, 
it doesn't start Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, oh God, this is Sugarcane Kowalski. You said uh, Kowalchik. Sugarcane Kowalchik. Oh my God, I, I, I'm gonna have to pass. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> I would I would love to see more of that on uh, on TV game shows. Apologies to the host. I just <laughs> Sorry, don't know yeah. it. I apologize, Alex. <laughs> uh, Bria, do you have an idea? Okay, say it again. Sugarcane Kowalczyk and the transvestite train. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be accurate with that. I'm not trying to be insulting to anyone. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> is it like Silence of the Lambs or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one is pretty insulting to some people. Uh, <laughs> I, just went, I, I went with what, what I might fear. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> um, Jess, do you, do you have an idea? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, but uh, <laughs> just to Steve's polite uh, pass, I'm just going to do the most uh, basic thing I can and reference Great British Bake Off, where uh, when a contestant was eliminated, the first thing they said was, thank you. And I feel like that <laughs> really encapsulates my feeling of watching that show. Um, yeah, uh, no, no clue. Murder on the Orient Express? A terrific guess because that, of course, does have a train in it, and there are a lot of people in uh, women's clothing. Uh, I don't know which which ones are. I think they're all actually women, the ones in women's clothing in that movie. But in a movie where two guys are trying to escape from gangsters, so they join an all-girl band and go on the road. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Oh man. Yeah, people don't remember that her name is Sugar Cane in that movie. I didn't remember that at all. Marilyn Monroe, I should say. All right. They are going to get easier, I swear. (laughs) Okay. Steve, are you ready? Uh, I am ready. Uh, Another Steve. It's Steve Stifler and his dessert-dicking friend. American Pie. That's correct. Oh, yeah. Good job. Why don't we start with that one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, I wanted to give everybody a chance to show off. Gotcha. Okay. Starting with a difficult one. But now this means that Bria gets to go first in this next one. And it goes like this. You might be able to put this together even without recognizing the name. Uh, okay. It's Flipper Purify and the Interracial Affair. Um, the interracial affair. The bodyguard? Great guess, because that does happen in that film. I, I feel like, okay. Is yes. it, oh, I can't guess again. I was going to keep going. <laughs> what's, what the think, first part, what's the first part again? Flipper purify? Flipper purify or purify. I was surprised by that, to be honest. <laughs> Uh man, all I can think of is a Brita. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, boy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, nope. I got nothing. Uh, Brita filter and something that shouldn't be a big deal. 
<laughs> that sounds like a good movie. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> Steve. Douglas, with a tsunami of respect, I apologize. Um, I'm going to say I, I, I'm a goose egg here on this one. Um, the interracial affairs, even in the title, uh, essentially. Jungle uh, Fever? Spike, Spike Lee's Jungle Fever. Damn it. <laughs> wow. Wow. I could see that that case, I could see like the VHS case and it wasn't coming to, into my brain what the name of that was. What is Flipper Purify? I don't yeah. know what's going on there. I mean, just, just, the, <laughs> just that his first name is Flipper. I mean, I guess maybe it turns out to be a nickname or so. I hope. I don't, I don't know who would name their child at birth Flipper. That's uh, Wesley Snipes' name in the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that surprised me. I, I feel like they don't say it out loud in the movie uh, much. <laughs> All right, this next one, this one's real wacky. We're back to uh, Bria gets to go first. Okay, I'm ready. Santanico Pandemonium and the Striptease of Death. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well... It's probably not striptease because you wouldn't have put that in the title. Um, so, wow, what is the what is the Gina Gershon movie with the dancers from that? Um, oh my god, I'm gonna. Oh, that, Showgirls. It, yeah, is it Showgirls? <laughs> that one? Is it Showgirls? No, I don't think Nomi Malone's name was Santan Santanico Pandemonium. Oh yeah, you're right, Nomi Malone. <laughs> I should have remembered that. All right. <laughs> Okay, okay, Santana, okay, um, <laughs> um, oh boy, uh, Sa Santanico, one more time? Santanico Pandemonium. I'd give, I, I think anybody should get points for spelling Santonic, San, San, <laughs> I can't even say it, like a spelling bee, this is crazy. Uh, I'm just gonna, striptease of death, I'm just gonna shout out, um, the, a movie I've recently rewatched the trailer of and was really shocked by uh bedazzled just gonna get oh. throw some throw some attention towards brendan frazier yeah and elizabeth hurley yeah hurl some attention hurl hurl <laughs> um that's incorrect yeah definitely uh, i know this is gonna be wrong but uh true lies oh because oh, jamie lee curtis does yeah. dance I don't think anybody dies when she does her striptease, though. Yeah, that 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 has been burned into the hard drive since eighth grade. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santanico Pandemonium is Selma Hayek oh, in God. her first film role in From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, oh, nuts. Cool. See, when I was coming up with these, I was like, when I was coming up with these, I was like, well, how many movies, you know, could these be mistaken for? Yeah. And it's that's the trouble with this game, I think, is it's not like you come up with other answers. You just really have to think of the thing. But this next one, I think somebody somebody's gonna get it. We'll start with Bria again. Okay. Egon Spengler and the Bad Business Plan. Oh, Ghostbusters. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> Back in business, baby. All right. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So now I now I know what to do. I think uh, for this game in the future. But for now, we've got to we've got to do one quick tiebreaker. Uh, sorry, Jessica. It's between Bria and Steve. Thank you. 
<laughs> don't leave though don't leave after you say thank no, you no that's okay thank you <laughs> uh, all right so so between Bria and Steve first one to tell me the correct answer because you should one or both of you should know this just based on uh, my fake title ready okay. Wayne Zielinski and the bug sized babies honey I shrunk the kids that is correct oh yeah <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about old Rick Moranis lately. Yeah. I think that's why I remember, you know, I just, uh, his name just popped into my oh. head, the name of his character, Wayne Zielinski, because I couldn't tell you much else about uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids other than his name and that a bunch of kids get shrunk. Shrunk. There's ants. Are there ants in the, they have to I think so. Or something? Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of different big bugs. You know, the grass is real big, of course. Like the lawnmower mm -hmm. is an issue. So is the dog and a cat, probably. Yeah, your general, like, shrinking issues. They go through the spectrum. But I, my favorite in the series is Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Because, first of all, it doesn't sound like you made the baby large. It makes it sound like you <laughs> really just exploded the baby. But then also just a giant baby running around. I, I, I you know, I can watch that all day. Um, but congratulations to Bria for winning that game. Wow. And that means you get to go first in our second and final game of the day which we will play right after this quick break. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. We're back, and we are ready to play. This game, people love it. I don't, uh, Bria says that uh, you mentioned that you uh, have listened to the show. Are you familiar with the game Weird Algorithm? I, I am, and I think it is really spectacular. It's so messed up. I'll explain to Steve and Jessica. Basically, on the IMDB website, the Internet Movie Database, uh, database if you are a uh, Star Trek fan, and um, they list the cast of every project in billing order, but you can click on a thing now this, to refine the list and change it to IMDb's, uh, basically their decision of what order that cast should be placed in based on popularity. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's very strange. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, if you looked up Max Payne, I bet you, uh, Bria, I bet you you're pretty high up there on the list. Oh, yeah. Uh, even, well, even though you're an uncredited junkie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, no Mark Wahlberg, but I, I feel like I'd be up there somewhere. Yeah, but that's the thing is like you, uh, you probably have some, you know, some real good juice going right now from, uh, you know, doing press for your movie and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so the idea is it's a fairly unpredictable algorithm. The only thing I can say to, to focus on is um, if somebody's like been in the news that's from a particular movie. So it could be somebody with a really small part, could be towards the top of the list just because they're in the news. So I'll name a movie and then each one of you gets a chance to guess uh, the name of one person from that movie you think would be the top build person. If you're right, you get three points. You get the second build person, it's two, and third build is one point. Uh, no points for anything after that. And um, yeah, and, and we'll switch the order around so everybody gets a chance to go first. Great. Any questions? Ready to rock. That's not a question, Steve. Thank you. He meant thank you. Yeah. That's right. Meant thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Thank you. Thank you. As a question. Yeah, that was my question. Do you have a question? Am I ready to rock? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, like I said, Bria gets to go first this time. Oh, cool. Um, Wait, me gonna... or I get to go first? Okay. Bria does. You get to discuss your answers too, because you can share answers. That's that's a key thing. Is you can you can glom onto somebody else's answer if you think it's the right one. Uh, the film is. Casper, the, it's just the one word, but he's often referred to as the friendly ghost. This would be the 1990s era or 80s or something, Casper? I think, yeah, I, I, I should have wrote down the year, but they haven't, they haven't uh, rebooted it since. Um, this is the one where Casper uh, appears before a girl played by uh, Christina Ricci. Ricci, yeah. Which I, I feel like Christina Ricci is going to be my person, but I, I can't remember like who plays the parents in that. Um, do y'all remember? Because is any? Uh, yeah. Are we? So we're, we can we can discuss right now. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Bill Pullman is the dad. Oh uh, shit! And okay. she doesn't okay. have, and she doesn't uh, know. There's no mom in it. A classic right, right. princess move. Um, and uh, Casper is, I think, maybe not voiced by, but when he becomes a real boy for a moment at the end, is Devin Sawa. Um, and the tricky part is, is there are three boisterous uncles, and I'm not sure who they're voiced by, but they could be <laughs> voiced by someone who's currently significant. Wait, you don't know the voice of Fatso? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you even get out of bed this morning? <laughs> I know. Bless her. <laughs> uh, the fact that she she remembered uh, Devin Sawa's in it. Like, I'm impressed. I'm impressed by this rundown in general. I, Thank I, you. I, <laughs> this was a big moment for me. I remember seeing this movie with my friend Amanda and her mom, and we were like, oh, my gosh, Devin Sawa is so cute. We I felt the same, but I forgot that it was him for a moment. I, I like for some, I like blocked that out, but I also thought he was really cute and I may or may not have tried to write him a fan letter after this movie, Hell if yes. I'm remembering correct, correctly. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Uh -huh. So my only guess, like 
Well, uh, you think your fan letter got to its final destination? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, that would be my pitch for why maybe Sawa could be in the top is like, I feel like tis final destination season. And I also think he has a slight bit of uh, social media activity. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christina Ricci is also, I think, a good guess. It's also her season too. It is, of, her, yeah, and plus Wednesday, yeah, tis also her season. And here's the thing: always Bill Pullman season. Well, <laughs> it's Emma do, Green. Do you watch the the Sinner? No, is that a TV show? Yeah, oh. that's the first season was Jessica Biel, and the second season somebody else. But Bill Pullman's character is in both seasons. Oh no. Okay. And Bill Pullman plays, he's like a detective, but he likes having his, I think he likes, he's got a, having his feet crushed fetish. Crushed. Oh. Mm, wow. Something with, something with having terrible stuff done to his feet. So I, that, that was a hard show for me to, I didn't get through the first season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I'm extra sensitive in the feet area. I just don't, I just don't think that feet need to be messed with at all <laughs> they don't require crushing i don't need to i don't need sexy feet i don't need squashed feet Just where do you stand it, on sandals on how, how do you feel about sand, how do you feel about open-toed sandals oh the worst wow okay <laughs> it doesn't bother me that much but uh, I, I don't like i don't like wearing sandals i don't like the, the, the it has to be that one big uh thing between your your big toe and the next one yeah i don't okay. like that feeling I don't like feeling that all day long. Yeah. Great story. Steve? <laughs> I've never seen Casper. I... Well, he's a ghost. Do you think we've all seen him? <laughs> <laughs> I met the movie, Doug. Um, and I, I just don't know who Devin Sawa is, but I'm sure he's very talented. I, I wish I could help out more here. I apologize. Well, it's not a matter of helping out. You just have to pick somebody. Uh, you can choose from all the people that have been mentioned so far since you, yeah. uh, you can't think of anybody else. Christina Ricci's the girl. Devin Saw was eventually Casper. Bill Pullman's her dad. Do any, do any of those seem like they would be number one to you? I, I would piggyback off what uh, Jessica said and, and think maybe Devin Saw was number one. Okay, so you're locking into Devin Sawa. And then Ristie. Bria, who Ristie. do you want to lock in on? Yeah. I I'm going to lock in on Christina Ricci. I feel like her longevity has really solidified her as a pop culture icon. And Jessica? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Sawa for the, for the upset. All right. So we got two Sawas and a Ricci. <laughs> 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 Sounds delicious. Yeah. And it's uh, the, uh, I, I couldn't have picked a better first example for people who haven't played this game before because it, it just is weird how it shakes out. Uh, I listed all the way to number eight because those were all names I recognized. Uh, the voice of Fatso is Brad Garrett. Uh, so he got number eight, but none of the other voices of, of uh, uh, ghosts made it, the uncles. So I, I don't even remember who they were. But in number seven... In a Ghostbusters-themed cameo is Dan Aykroyd. Whoa. Wow. Six is Amy Brenneman. Is she uh, the wife who does, does uh, Christina Ricci have a dead mother? Is that what happens? Yes, yes, mm. yes. That's ringing and then, the bells. 
Sorry, bad news for two of you. Uh, oh. Devin Sawar came in at fifth. Dang. Sorry, wow. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> number four, wow. Bill Pullman. Wow, number, only number four. Yeah, because the number three is what we call a regrettable cameo because <laughs> it is Mr. Mel Gibson. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow, I do not remember that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, coming in at number two, Christina Ricci. So that's two points oh, wow. for Bria. And number one, again, probably a cameo that the filmmakers might be like, well, that's not really standing the test of time. Clint Eastwood. No way. Weird. Yeah, there's like, I remember it. There's some weird fantasy she's having, uh, like like Casper's turning into different celebrities for a couple seconds each. Yes, yes. And they got right? some actual actors to do that? They didn't Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all people that were probably making some other movie for Warner Brothers at the time. I know Clint Eastwood's been, that's been his studio for most of his career. Okay. So they probably just, you know... Uh, called in a favor. <laughs> yes, I think it was like a true ripoff of the genie moment where where Casper acts a lot like the genie uh, and morphs into different celebrities. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, when oh, we Rodney were, Dangerfield, I think, is another. Yes, one. I remember that now that wow. you're putting it back in my brain. When we were filming uh, Sullivan and Son, we were on the Warner's lot and, you know, it was Roy Wood Jr. and Ahmed and Owen Benjamin and myself and we would go out outside of the st soundstage and we would throw a football to each other to just break up the break up the day and get some sunshine. And Owen Benjamin could launch a football, no joke, 80 yards. And there was one day he threw this football. It was a total bomb. And coming around the corner was Clint Eastwood. <gasps> and Owen missed Clint Eastwood. I am not joking by six inches with this bomb of a football. And he literally almost killed Clint Eastwood, which would have been the second worst thing Owen's done since he's gone crazy. So. <laughs> I, I thought been... you were going to say that he caught the football. Well, I, <laughs> I, personally, I personally was angling for a Jan Brady moment. <laughs> no, where, you know, Jan Brady is the one who ate. No, wait, Marsha. Marsha gets her nose broken, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Marsha yeah. gets it. Marsha, yeah. Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, yeah. Marsha. That'd be so funny. Clint Eastwood, oh, my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my nose, my nose. Okay, Bria has two points. We got through the Casper round. Uh, now Jess gets to go first in this next one. And sticking with a theme, the motion picture called Ghost. <laughs> Great. Cool. Okay, I am ashamed to admit that I've never seen Ghost. It happens. Some people what? don't get around to it. Yeah, you know, it just sort of, uh, sort of slipped on through. Um, uh, okay, so we got Demi Moore, we got Whoopi Goldberg, and we got Patrick Swayze, and that's, I think, as far as I know. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's pretty that's good. That's as far as I know. So I'll probably play it safe after uh, learning from last round and probably go with either Whoopi or Demi um, uh, and learn from the Christina Ricci role that they'll probably still be up in the tops. Maybe probably not the top spot, but that way I can get on the board. So I'll probably just try to get strategic here. Um, I love it. I'm going to let discussion keep going for now. This is good logic. Thank good you so logic. much. Thank you. Thank you. 
Steve, what do you think? Yeah, I, I saw it once when I was a kid. I cried. I never went back to it because the emotional toll was too heavy. Um, much like Joker, it's a film I'll only see once. I'll go Whoopi 1, Demi Moore 2, Swayze 3. Wow. You're you're like you're slotting them in. That's what yeah. you're guessing. You're like I'm you're like just... like betting on racehorses or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you went win, place, and show. <laughs> well, the the Korean side of me took over and just wanted to throw money down on all of them. So uh, I know that there's a cameo in there or somebody in there that's higher up. I, I just wish I remembered. It is a. It's not a. Even though it's got some comedic stuff in there because of Whoopi, it's a. It's an emotional. Uh, experience and then you know Patrick Swayze uh, passing you know uh, earlier than anyone would want uh, makes it even you know a more unusual experience yeah um, I think of that movie every time I see a penny going up a wall and what I should be thinking is oh my god there's a ghost in here <laughs> uh, what do you think uh, Bria my I mean, my initial inclination was Whoopi, and I think I'll probably stick with that because she's on TV. Is she still on TV every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that seems like would be keeping her up there. Um, oh, she's still on The View. She's on The View. Yeah, that's what I meant. She's on The View. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yes, she is. Okay. She's there to be the opposite of Meghan McCain in every way imaginable. Right, right, right. Short of just being, a, you know, I guess a man would be more opposite, but. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say Whoopi, because I also don't remember this movie well enough to name anybody else except those people. I'm sure there's somebody else famous. She won it. the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for it. Yeah, that's true. And again, the test of time, I feel like, Although, you know, I've been watching um, Brave New World. Have you watched Brave New World on Peacock? No. No. Well, Demi is in it, and she's great. She's, it's a bunch of British people and Demi Moore, and she's amazing. I mean, they're also good, but she's, she's the only, like, American on it. Anyway. Um, is I don't it based think, on the book? It's based on the book, but, like, set in the current – it's set, like, in the future from now, if that makes sense. I think it does because the book is yeah. old. So the future in the book was probably like, you know, like 50 years ago, 10 years, <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like set in the future um, where you have like no privacy and no monogamy. And, um, but then there's like the outlaws that still do that kind of stuff and still believe in privacy. And she's one of them. Anyway, I still going to go with Whoopi in spite of all of that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Bria's locked in for Whoopi. Uh, Jess, what are you? Are you locked in for anybody? I think I'm gonna lock in for Whoopi. I just feel okay. I feel confident she'll be up there. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go the same thing. Whoopi, and, and I would say Demi Moore, number two. But you're going Whoopi Goldberg, number one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Coming in at number seven, I assume because he appears on a television, probably in Whoopi's home, Arsenio Hall. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, number six, sorry to say this, uh, makes all, all of you wrong, is oh, no. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Number hey. six. 
Yeah, number five is a man who I think is a terrific actor. He plays Milton in Office Space, but I don't uh, I don't recall what he does in Ghost. The, the very good uh, Stephen Root. Ooh, yeah, wow, he's in. Yeah, and then four is uh, Tony Goldwyn, uh, who plays like he's the he's the bad guy essentially of the of the story. Yeah. Um, he went on to be, I guess he's on, he was on Scandal. Yeah, he's really good in Scandal. Yeah. Uh, number three, the late, great Patrick Swayze. Mm. Number two, this one, I cannot figure out why this would happen. Number two is, does anyone know who Vincent Schiavelli is? <laughs> no. no. He's that, <laughs> this is hilarious. He's that really tall guy with the like, you know, kind of sunken face. They always, he always plays, uh, you know, weird characters and uh, he passed away, but he, he is best known maybe as the, um, the teacher that takes all the kids in fast times to go see an autopsy. <laughs> oh yeah, that and, guy. Yeah, and he says, you know, hey, be, go easy on me today. I switched to Sanka. <laughs> <laughs> Did he pass away recently? Yeah, not too long ago, but oh. not, not recently enough to make him, Number two on this list. I don't. I don't know what he plays a scary subway ghost in the movie. One of the reasons that uh, Steve Byrne won't see it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, coming in at number one, and probably because of the Brave New World thing, is Demi Moore. Oh, uh, way to go, Demi! Go. I should have gone with. Should have gone with what I knew there. Yeah, it's a. There's some real, real tough twists and turns in this game. <laughs> uh, also she is like you know we've already talked about one of our other movies since we started this show less than one hour ago so it really she's she's a star she really she's is and I, yeah i mean it, it, that show sounds i think it sounds great but i'm also like how many how many shows can i watch concurrently where it's just bleak and horrible and yeah. you know, and the current or near future, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. But I do. Yeah, this was a little less bleak, weirdly, than like it's not a Handmaid's Tale situation. That's You're not like cool. walking into like you know. I don't need anything depression. that's as as rough as Handmaid's Tale. I, I it it's just like it uh, stops being entertainment for me when when with that much uh, you know villainy and oppression <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's rough it's a, it's a rough show to watch well doug don't watch the news yeah exactly <laughs> i mean there's so every every night i watch the news they have cliffhangers you got to tune in again the next night that's right yeah uh, it's, it's all so scary uh but speaking of scary the third title and the final title in this game uh which means uh steve gets to go first this time is uh, the original Scream. Oh, wow. Okay. Scream 1. They just announced they're going to go all the way to Scream 5. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Drew Barrymore then with my number one. Mm -hmm. Oh, Drew Barrymore, who passes away before the opening title sequence. Yes, because she just had a show come out, I think, a talk show. Uh Oh, her, you're saying her daytime talk show would make her popular right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would say her number one. And um, I, I would say Courtney Cox, my number two. Her scene in, the, in Scream is, is, you know, one of the better horror movie scenes ever. Yeah. Like yeah. the rest of the movie kind of pales in comparison to it. It's like really the best part. 
Yeah. And also they like, didn't they in the marketing, you, I mean, she was on like posters. Oh know? yeah. So, no, they, so, they did a real, so, so smart. They did a real Janet Lee with her where they like, didn't, didn't get, let it out that she was going to die right away. Yeah. That's good. That's very smart. I'm sorry to anybody who we're spoiling this for <laughs> who hasn't got around to watching a scream movie. Um, what do you think? Uh, who's up next? Uh, Rhea? Well, so David Arquette is in my movie in 12 hour shift to plug 12 hour shift again. So, you gotta um, be a, you, so you're saying you got to be a team player and go, go, go David. I think I have to, I think I have to, you know, he's a team player for me. Um, he produced and acted in my movie. I feel like I gotta go, David Arquette. Um, is he? Do you, uh, think- do, you do you use him as somewhat a comic relief, or is he more? Is, is his character straighter in in this one? He's like, he's only in the movie for a little bit. He is. Um, he's kind of. He's a tough guy. He's kind of like a. T- he's a prisoner uh-huh. who um, tries to commit suicide and ends up in the hospital, and then. Uh, it keeps trying to escape and it throws the heist off. And so he's kind of like this, like, um, uh, like a monkey wrench in their plan. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a tough guy, but he says some funny stuff because he improvised and said some funny stuff. Yeah. And that was, was real good. Yeah. It's hard for him not to be funny. He's, he's a very amusing uh, guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, so to, I'm trying gonna... to get him on this show. So if you could tell him, I'd appreciate it. I'll um, let him know. I'll let him know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. I'll go with David Arquette. I'm Team David. I'm Team Arquette all the way. Okay, that's. I like that. I I appreciate that. What do you think, Jess? Uh, okay, so we got um, Jamie Kennedy. We got Matthew Lillard. We got Nev Campbell. Um, we Matthew Lillard is that his last name? Yeah, Matthew yeah, Lillard. 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 Yeah. Shaggy um, from Scooby Doo. Right. Oh, and, and don't forget about Rose McGowan. Oh, Rose that's right. Yeah. Isn't she? Yeah. yeah. That's a really, she's in the news a lot, you know? Whoa. Yeah. And mm. she gets murdered really, really brutally in that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the garage door situation. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oof. Oof. Um, wow. Um, oh, gosh. Tough. I think. Yeah, wow. Maybe I'm going to go Rose McGowan. Okay. I like the Drew Barrymore thought, and she was also um, lampooned on SNL last night. I, I don't know how recently this That was. Chloe Fineman nailed the Drew Barrymore impression. Yeah, she did. That was oh, so good. So good. I also love that they just like gave her that uh, like a one-person sketch because she did all of the other impressions as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was like her with herself. Um uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Rose McGowan. Um that seems okay. I gotta swing for it. Steve? Yeah, I'm gonna stay with Drew Barrymore. I think that's my number one. Oh yeah, okay. So we got Drew Barrymore, David Arquette, and Rose McGowan. Right. Yep. All right. Correct. I'm sorry to say this and please tell him to not listen to this episode. <laughs> I, I I was shocked by this coming coming in at number nine in that cast, and he's he's above a lot of other uh, pretty well known people too. Is David Arquette? That cast. I mean, what can you say? You like know? he's but he's like like Jamie Kennedy's like a few notches behind him. Um, number eight, Skeet Ulrich. Oh, no. oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
the Skeeter. Um, and then number seven is uh, Liev Shriver's in the first Scream, I guess. Holy right. shit, I forgot That's about that. Right. Wow. Yeah, he plays like, isn't he, he's got like, his name's like Cotton or something. Yeah, Cotton. Jeez, yeah. What a cast already. And then, yeah, well, it, the cast is amazing. So it's not, it's no insult to not be in the top two or three, but it's, it's still pretty crazy how number six is Matthew Lillard. And then, uh, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't write down number five for some reason, but now uh, Rose McGowan comes in at four, unfortunately. Dang. Sorry, I led you astray. No, no, I, you know what? I just, I had to make, we ha- had to make a bigger choice, you know? Yeah. No, it's quite all right. Yeah. yeah. Go big or stay home, as we say when we're doing Zoom shows. <laughs> <laughs> Go big and stay home. <laughs> uh, number two is Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. And number one for the motion picture screen is Drew Barrymore. Oh, yes. Whoa. Wow. Just feels job. So good. Nice good job. job. Yeah. Wow. That three points makes Steve our winner today. What? Oh, thank yeah. you. Wow. Yeah, I think we're all winners. We made <laughs> new you. friends, and and I'm very excited to have met you all. And I think that makes us all winners. Yeah, people, the p- listeners are winners too because they have a new podcast to listen to called Off Book. If they're not already listening, if a lot of them are probably already listening. And then Twelve uh, Hour Shift, the writing directing of uh, Bria Grant, and in a couple weeks, October sixteenth. What's his name? What's it called again? The, the opening act. The opening, the act. opening act. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> opening act. And um, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you for having us. Yeah. That was super fun. And uh, you know, if you go on any other movie trivia shows, don't sell yourself short. You all knew something. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, even though I lost, I have a newfound sense of confidence right now. So. I'm feeling good. Um, yeah, same. And also, I'm like, right, it's time to watch scary movies. Yeah, that's what I also decided to do with that game is just sort of kick off, hey, it's October, let's start watching and talking about scary movies. Like, we haven't already been doing that for like the last five or six months. Um, <laughs> I haven't fallen into that yet. I haven't watched any, like, contagion-type movies on purpose. I tend to go the other way. But you still find parallels with every, you know, with what's going on in, in so many, so many movies. Um, do each of you, could you quickly tell me uh, a recommendation uh, of a movie for, the, for people to watch? They could just access via s- streaming or something. Um, I would suggest 12 hour shift only because, okay. <laughs> I, like, because I like where I, this is going. I like I this. Am, uh, as soon as I get off here, I'm going to go to iTunes and rent it and I'll watch it tonight. So I'm, I'm pretty excited because I have the night free. And after hearing the ringing endorsement, I think that's how I'm going to spend my evening and a good way I'd to like kick to, off October. I'd like to do a follow-up interview with you about this. Yeah. I, you know, usually the guests, the guests usually don't pledge to immediately go see one of the other guests' movies. And I, I really appreciate that. I will do it. I would, I'm wow. going to make sure you do it. You know, if I go on a whole bunch of podcasts, then eventually a lot of people will see my movie. If we can always get the guests to pledge to watch the movie afterwards. That's a great way to build up the box office. I literally <laughs> just rented it. Because everybody has a podcast now. <laughs> yeah, it's really exactly. true. 
Well, thank you so much. We're out of time. It worked out. It came to, down to the wire perfectly. Oh, I should plug that you can find me on Cameo and Patreon and wherever dugs are sold. <laughs> I end every episode with a um, the last line from a motion picture. You don't have to guess anymore. The guessing is over. As always, except maybe I wouldn't name our son Elvis. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.